game today, like I had a whole thing, like Claude Guru did really well. It took me like 20 minutes to learn his name. That's not what we're doing today. <laughs> what is hockey? Oh, oh man, this is, gonna, this is a rough start for us. Oh, jeez. All right, Raiders, who now? Go ahead, Joe. V. Las Vegas Raiders, sorry. Uh, not Oakland. Rest in peace. Hired Patrick Graham from the New York Giants, their defensive coordinator. Um, I felt like they were a really good team, um, but just didn't have the offense to pull them through. So losing their D coordinator is really big. I'll let you guys shine. Uh, go ahead and go in on that. So, I mean, I'll start here. I think uh, with the lateral move he's making, uh, Graham, especially being in contention for some of the OC jobs, it just shows he doesn't want to be on the Giants right now. And I think that's a a really big source of contention with the whole Brian Flores story. You know, it's just not a good spot. So he's going to jump with Josh McDaniels. And and the Raiders were good this year. Like, they made the playoffs. This is a great hire for McDaniels, you know, starting up brand new. So we'll see. I, I, I like it a lot for him. Do you think it looks good that he's moved roughly, what, like four, three times in, in four years, though? It's hard to see. Like, you know, he's trying to get his position to be an OC. Like I said, he was doing some of the interviews this go-round, too. So, you know, you, you just got to find the best fit for you. I mean, Raiders over Giants at this point seems pretty pretty obvious, even with Dabovona. Yeah, it's a slam dunk. I agree. Yeah, I, I just feel that's a major blow for uh, the New York Giants. Like losing losing that at this this point, um, it's a big blow. I I just think that that team's ready to blow up. Saquon is coming off injury, didn't look himself really. Um, Daniel Jones is looking like a bust so far. That defense was the only thing holding them together. And most of the games, they just couldn't pull through on the offensive side. So, yeah, I just think I think they're done. I think they're going to be rebuilding after next season. Have they said who they're going to bring in to replace Graham in New York? I have not heard anything. So, um, you figure with a new coach hire anyway, they're probably going to bring in. I'm sure Dable is going to bring in his own defensive guy. So Graham well, taking that job in Las Vegas, I feel like was his plan to stay employed. It sounded like they assumed he was staying. Like Dabble like texted him and like he was supposed to be in the building. So I think this is kind of more surprising than not. But like you said, it's a new coaching staff. He can bring in who he wants now. But weird weird move when you know you get this supposedly genius head coach that did amazing things with the Bills and now all of a sudden he's down the strength of their team. Yep. yep. How long do you think Daniel Jones has? Do you think he starts the whole year? I mean, are they drafting anybody this year? Uh, we got to wait until right. after the draft is, to see about that one because he's. I feel like he's not the answer right now. Um, everything I've seen out of him, he's a good runner. He makes some passes. He's hit or miss with his accuracy. But in the crunch moments, do I feel like he can pull it through? No. So I would be looking for another quarterback. He also had that neck injury that year, so we're definitely going to have to watch for that. And a concussion. So, um, but yeah, moving on. Um, 
take a moment to like, subscribe, comment if you're listening in. Uh, feel free to just drop a comment in our live chat. Um, we'll get to the questions at the end of the show, but uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, our second item, 49ers hiring Anthony Lynn. Um, I felt like he should have been a hair coach. Uh, I liked him in San Diego, L.A., Chargers. Um, I felt like he did a great job with what he had. He just needed just a little bit more to push him over the top. And you can see the Chargers now are still in the, the same borderline playoff team that they were under him. So I felt like he did a great job and he could uh, potentially get a head coaching job somewhere. But he took a defensive coordinator for uh, the 49ers and it seems like uh, they're they're trying to piece back together some uh, uh, key items to take them back to the Super Bowl. What do you guys think? Niners fans are pumped right now. That's what they think. Did you say defense coordinator or offense coordinator? Sorry, yes, offense coordinator, offense coordinator. Well, at, right now, and that that's the part that kind of drove me. So I know we all kind of have our allegiances here too. I'm I'm sadly a Dolphins fan. So I think this hire kind of signals what the Dolphins are at least planning to do with McDaniel since he's been kind of the, one of the hotter candidates coming out. This is setting up Lynn to take over that offensive coordinator job because I think it's just assistant coach right now. So they're they're clearly keeping him in the building. He has a relationship with Shanahan, which is good too. Uh, I think, again, like you said, yeah, he probably should have been a head coach. He definitely should have had more time in San Diego. They don't look any better this year. If not, they took a step back. You know, they made the playoffs with – he made the playoffs with them, right? least one year yeah i think he he went if i'm not mistaken i think he went 13 and 3 with them one year i could be totally wrong i'd have to look that up the crazy thing about that is he got fired after herbert got rookie of the year Mm -hmm. so they were definitely i mean he had his quarterback there they were about to turn that thing around so his point that you also made Sorry to cut you off, but if they hired him in San Francisco, that definitely is probably insurance for McDaniels probably getting a job here in the next couple weeks. Yeah, so his records in L.A. or San Diego. um, No, L.A., you were right. I think I said San Diego. We're just going to call every team that's moved. (laughs) We'll talk about the Titans and call them the Houston Oilers in a bit here, too. Like We're going to just throw back to all the old names. Yeah, so his record is 9-7, 12-4, 5-11, 7-9. So, you know, he had that 12-4 year in 2018. Um, it's, It's just hard to have a coach like that at that caliber when you it, he clearly lost Duran James those last two years and lost a lot of players to injury it, it, I mean it happens to well, everyone flip, but Rivers leaves the building for a rookie quarterback and then as Will just said who won rookie of the year it's not like Herbert's bad but you have to give him more time than his first year seven and nine I would have loved like the two led Dolphins to be seven and nine in his first season obviously oh, he was hurt and he didn't play the seven whole time, and nine but... Right, yeah, you're all Jags fans. Like, wouldn't seven and nine be great? Like, that's what an is extension that? waiting to happen. If the Jaguars go seven and nine, I'm spraying champagne all over my house. <laughs> yeah, I I wish for a seven and nine season right now. It's uh, pretty brutal watching them just be bottom tier of the entire league. 
Um, I would literally, I would literally be the meme of the guy celebrating on the podium in third place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, it's just kind of a weird vibe going around with the coaching staff of the NFL. We all, we'll get to that later because it's uh, at the end of our news line. But it's just. Uh, it's just hard to take right now, the situation with the NFL. So moving on, um, Aaron Rodgers, throw Rogan, uh, bought some land in Tennessee, Franklin, Tennessee. Uh, people were speculating that he might go to the Titans because of this. Uh, Titans came out and said that they're sticking with Tannehill. Um, I, think that is a, I think that's a bad move. I think Tannehill, Tannehill showed you two or three times that AFC Championship is as far as he can go. He does not have it to take it over, take them over the edge. He he is hit or miss during the season, losing games that he should win. Um, I mean, he puts up good numbers in some games, like four touchdowns, and then the next game he comes out, he throws for fifty yards and no touchdowns or something like that. It's it's very hit or miss with his QBR and his uh, passer rating. I I just think that. If you have a chance to land Rodgers, if he's trying to signal, come get me, I think you go get him. So yeah, they, they can't, though. They're negative $7 million in the cap next year, six and change, whatever. Tannehill's a $38 million cap hit. How do you get rid of him? You can't do it. And you're not going to bring Rodgers in and have Tannehill on the bench when you already have no money. Like, it doesn't make sense. I mean, also, you're selling out your future for a 39-year-old quarterback because he lives down the street? Like, we're not doing it. It's the NFL. Yeah, but we all have a window on our team. So I think the Titans' window is right now, and they can easily offload some of that dead cap space to something like New York where they're looking for a new, a fresh new quarterback. Or Rodgers has got some bad energy, though. I mean, like, they, at least the Titans, they they feel like there's some camaraderie there. You know, yeah, maybe Tannehill isn't the best in all the games, but at the same time, they have other stuff going on for them. But Aaron Rodgers just comes in and is just like, well, if we lose, everyone else is terrible. But I don't know. That's not good vibes. Yeah. Totally and my sight. That does seem to be the case with Aaron Rodgers, but at the same time, it is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I mean, 95% of the time, it probably is somebody else's fault <laughs> that the Packers are losing. It's still I mean, a team sport at the end of the day. It is, it is very much a team sport, but it is also very much Aaron Rodgers. There's not too yeah. many Aaron Rodgers walking around the league. And at the same time, that $38 million cap hit, they would have to have the best general manager in NFL history to finagle <laughs> that money around. I don't see how they can afford Aaron Rodgers in Tennessee. Yeah, I, I think uh, Green Bay fans are uh, hoping that he stays. But, I mean, he's coming off an of MVP season. He, I mean, we don't know if he's an MVP yet. It's pointing that way over Tom Brady. So, um and he, I mean, if if any team had the chance to sign him, I think they would go after it. Um, we saw the we saw teams in the past offload their top tier talent to do like a one year all in kind of deal and try to make the Super Bowl. And I don't know off the top of my head how many of those teams worked out, but I think with Derrick Henry 
AJ Brown, Julio Jones, and then Aaron Rodgers, I think that's a Super Bowl winning, winning team. It absolutely I mean, is, but I don't know it, if they have anybody else that they could offload to even get them in there. Who's taking Tannehill? I think there's plenty of quarterback desperate teams. Like you said, he's not a winner. This is two franchises now that have given him a chance. I mean, he could win you games, but he's not. it's not going to close out the season. And like I said, $38 million, who's taking that? It's not the NBA where you just offload these contracts on people for, like, picks and, like, the Oklahoma City Thunder are waiting there. Like, nobody wants this, like, contract. It's insane. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. It's all speculation. I mean, um, we'll, we'll just see. I mean, after the draft, that'll be telling on uh, – there's a June 1st trade clause in his contract, so – um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, next bit of, mo- bit of news, uh, Doug Peterson uh, was hired by the Jacksonville oh Jaguars. Um, it is very, very it's telling <laughs> how that whole process went with the Jaguars. And the entire league needed kind of a breath of fresh air at that time and it was just a hot mess of a hire and now Doug Peterson lands in Jacksonville he did his first press conference and uh, he's side by side with Trent Baalke and Shad Khan and Trent Baalke and Shad Khan are you know not really providing any answers on the search everyone knows that they could have had left which hometown hero um and they could have had someone that's up and coming, someone new, someone that's uh, well respected by the players. Um, and I don't want to take anything away from Doug Peterson. He's you know Super Bowl winning coach. He's got good respect around the league. But in my opinion, as a Jags fan, I would have wanted Byron Leftwich. Um, and my sole reason behind that is because he's younger. He could have stayed longer. He could have given something to that franchise to resuscitate them that Doug Peterson can't. He's been here. He knows the culture, what it was like here to go to the playoffs here and what the city was like when we went to the playoffs. He he knows all that. So I just feel like it was a huge miss on Byron Leftwich. And um, he had top 10 uh, offenses the last three years. Doug Peterson's been on a couch last year. Last game in Philly, he threw it to the Redskins so the Giants won't make the playoffs. I just can't. I, I, I can't vibe with that. So, um, Ben, I'll let you go first since you're the only one that's not a Jaguars fan here. Um, what do you think about the hire and that whole process that happened in Duval? I was going to sit back and let you all take this one, but I can go first. I don't think it's sexy. It's not the sexy pick at all. Like you said, Leftwich was everybody. That's who they wanted. Bring the hometown guy back. Come on, man. That's a story that writes itself. And you know what? If he's not good, whatever. You took a shot. You have a young quarterback that you're looking to bring up. Hey, why don't you bring a great Jaguars quarterback back in the building? But I think you're okay with Peterson. He won a Super Bowl. He went to the NFC Championship game multiple times. You know, he didn't... uh, Three winning seasons in a row. Yeah, the end was pretty bad. I'll give you that. But he ended with a winning record there. I, I think the results will speak for itself. But, oh, I'm sorry. He just went to the one, sorry, the one uh, NFC Championship game. But like I said, won the Super Bowl. 
I think it's a good hire. I, I just don't, I'm, you're not going to be happy about it. I know that for a fact. And, and the whole situation was awful from the outside looking in, like, man, I wish our situation was like this is I'm sure we'll speak to the dolphins at some point. Maybe not tonight, but my God, but it doesn't look great either. I mean, if y'all want me to go next, I only had one drink for this reason. Cause if I would have had two, I would have took up the whole podcast. <laughs> I was very, 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 very much on the left witch train. It made sense to everybody on planet Earth, I guess, except Trent Balti and Shotgun. Um, I mean, left witch, I think left witch is what, 37, 38? You bring him in, he's a young OC. He has experience calling plays. You pair him with Trevor Lawrence. He brings in his guy, the rumored guy was Adrian Wilson, to be the GM over in Jacksonville. Just start over. Like everything we have tried since Shotcon has had this team for, I'd say, what, it's been 10, 11 years now? 10 years. I think, yeah, 10 years. 10, 11 years, and we have one winning season, which, by the grace of God, was the AFC Championship year. So I just, everything you've done up to this point has not worked, save for that one year. So why not? bring in a fresh face head coach and GM start over with your fresh face generational quarterback talent and see where it goes now at the same time I think Urban Meyer kind of ruined that because it was his first time kind of head coaching in the NFL and we all know how that went absolute disaster so I can see the hesitancy with hiring another first time head coach in the NFL and it's whatever. I'm going to get on the tangent. See, At the same see. time, Doug Peterson, he's a good coach. It's just not who anybody wanted. At the end of the day, it's a yeah. pretty solid hire for how the process went. I mean, the guy who won a Super Bowl in Philadelphia, their only Super Bowl, he went 7-9, and nine, Super Bowl, playoffs, playoffs, and then had that dud of a year and then got fired. So it's not like he's a bad coach. And he's had a year off. You know, kind of regathering himself. And he's walking into Trevor Lawrence, the most cap space in the NFL. Something good has to happen to the Jags. And this might be the time that it happens. But until it does. Of course, buddy. Of course it does. You're right. Yeah, another decade of tears coming in hot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll save that. You um... you mentioned. Let's say you mentioned earlier, left which is forty-two, and Adrian said Peterson's old. How old do we think Peterson is? I know the white hair kind of makes it seems like it's harder. What do we think? Oh man, I'm going fifty-six. Um, I think he's like sixty-two. No, that'll put him in a top. Yeah, yeah he's no, like, no, he's like fifty. The first 50, that, 52, the first 52, 52. That popped in my head was forty-eight, forty-nine, but he, he played with far. Yeah, that's he's, what I'm thinking. He, he's 54. Like, I mean, it is a definite ah. difference between the two, but, like, we can't be out here like, oh, yeah, Peterson's super. He's not Bruce Arians, like, running this team out here. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, you know. So. Yeah, he's not not Pete Carroll, oldest man in yeah, Seattle right now. I mean, Khan went with the boys club again, like, completely disconnected, doesn't care. That's just, that is the, that that's just what he's given off here, and it's, it's frustrating. It is frustrating. It's, it's tough to be a Jaguars fan. I feel like we're beating, we're beating a dead horse on this one, but 
maybe it's a good pick. Maybe it's not. We'll see. Jaguars fans are used to disappointment. Uh, it's low hanging fruit at this at this point. So, you know. Yeah, I th- I think that hopefully he could just develop Trevor. Um, he didn't really develop Carson Wentz. Everyone says, yeah, he was playing well. He had an MVP season, but that was just like B- Blake Bortles in 2017 had a great season. That doesn't mean he developed well. I want him to have consistency throughout 5,000 yards passing, 4,000 yards passing or something like that, uh, 35 touchdowns at least. It's just um, no, no big deal. I, That's easy to do. Like, why not? Well, in the Arians' offense, hello, it would have been. So yeah, I I felt like they dropped the ball, and it, it leads into our next story with Brian Flores. I felt like the NFL needed this hire. They needed a minority hire and a minority GM. And bring in a VP, restart a franchise, have the minority owner show that he can hire uh, someone different, you know, with a fresh face, with someone that uh, the Jaguars have never had in their franchise history. Only one interim head coach uh, was a minority. Everyone else was a old white guy. So it leads into Brian Flores. He's suing the NFL for uh, a lot. Um he clearly was fired out of Miami um, after two good years when they shouldn't they should have not been that good. So um, he had two years out and he's suing them for um, uh, offering to pay one hundred thousand dollars to um, throw games. And then he had an interview with the New York Giants that Bill Belichick um he kind of spilled the beans that uh, the ball was already hired. So um, he's Ron Brian, f- Bill. Ron Brian. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that one was uh, intentional oopsies on that one. But, um, yeah, I just feel like the league really needed a, a story to combat these issues. Not to mention every story that comes out of Washington is terrible. They butchered the commander, the commander's uh, name. They keep having these Commandos leaks. Commandos would have probably been better, man, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and now they, what, what, Dan Snyder can like audit himself and just be like, no, nah, we're not going to release anything that's related to you, me. Like, could you right. imagine if right. they were the Washington Commandos and the fans <laughs> that was let's go commando? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, so I felt like the NFL needed a good story, and the Jaguars had a chance to be a bright moment in this terrible two weeks uh, until the Super Bowl. They jacked it up. They jacked it all up. Do you guys hear about what Goodell said uh, today, his little memo to the NFL, how they need to do better? Go ahead. I did see that. Just uh, tell, tell the, the fans. Best, best tell the fans. Corporate line of all time. We yeah, need to we, we need to do better. The number one PR stunt of all time. Yeah, I think that is out of the box and not taking any responsibility for what's or any ownership of what's happening in your league. And Goodell is, as commissioner, he's loyal to the owners. So uh, we all know how that's going to go. Um, it's just unfortunate and. Um, Brian Flores deserves better 
And I think every black coach in this league deserves better because not only do they play in the league and then end up coaching, they have to be at such a level higher than any other person to stay hired, to stay employed. Um, Tomlin is the only black coach in the league right now, and a lot of fans want him out. He's never had a losing season in 15 years. It's crazy. That's absolutely insane. And that you I, could ask to fire a guy that has gone at least eight yeah. and eight every year. Like it's yeah, not. There's no reason. There's there's no reason for that too. But you got to think of the market he's in with Pittsburgh and their expectations. But like you said, like they've been to the playoffs or at least have not had a losing record every single season. It's not like it's lack of competing. That team is not great around it, and he still brought them to eight and eight dragging Ben Roethlisberger's dead body all over the field. So it's insane that, like, we're still talking about this now. And and quick with the Flores, like, following it as a Dolphins fan, like, he was gone just because of the relationships. But now we're seeing, oh, we try to tank for Burrow or for whoever. It, it was Burrow because that was the two-a draft. And then there's talk about, like, him trying to get Brady in. He's like, I'm not going to tamper with all that. And then it's, you wonder why the relationship soured. The owner asked too much that a head coach should never have to deal with, and he still succeeded on the field. Two winning seasons where they probably should have made the playoffs. Maybe a, a game or two was miscoached. Maybe a, we dealt with a lot of injuries early, too. So considering we went 1-7, and seven, turned it around to, what did we finish, 9-7? and seven, nine and 9-8. 9-8, yeah. So he went 8-1 over the last nine games down the stretch. He should have gotten another year, but the the relationship had just soured, not necessarily just for himself, with ownership too, and that's mostly ownership's fault. But we're going to come out of this coaching cycle, and we're not going to have more than one blackhead coach. Nobody else is going to get a, a shot, and there's still three openings, and it doesn't sound like any of those openings even have a shot at any of these candidates. Why is it... Again, I understand why Byron, Byron Leftwich was going to go to the Jags, but how is nobody else calling him? We always kind of, like, our chat kind of jokes, and it's not really a joke. It's, like, the darkest humor of all time. Why isn't the enemy getting a call? They've made the championship game four years. This is four years in a row now, right? Because they made the Super Bowl back-to-back. Yeah, four yeah, straight. It, it's insane. You, like, how are these guys not getting any shot? In so, a league that's 60% black, it doesn't make sense. I will say this one rumor about Byron. He was turning down other opportunities because he wanted Jacksonville. Um, but that's the, that's it. Everything you said was straight facts. Everything uh, else is... At the, at the same time that left, which was pretty much solidified to us, the Saints had put out that they were going to interview him. Nothing else came of it. I will say today that the Saints announced that they're going to interview um, the enemy. They said that today. So at this point, that's the only interview he has, I believe, at this point in the process. The NFL, the tough part is you can't tell somebody who to hire. That's where it gets really sticky at. But at the same time, if what Flores is suing about, like the Denver situation, or well, the the Giants situation, I guess, is the best example. If they had already had um, Brian Dable hired, and they were just bringing him in to satisfy the Rooney Rule, which they've been doing since the Rooney Rule has been instituted. Like, they have to do something better, man. Yeah. And yeah. then I think the answer was 
to give teams draft picks for hiring minorities. That was a terrible optic there. I just don't know. At this point, man, it's like the same stuff, different year. And yeah. if nobody hires a black coach in this cycle after all, especially this year with the hashtag and racism in the end zones and stuff like that, well, what credibility will the league have? Damn. Just Damn they're, they're they're doing better, and they're promising <laughs> to do better. Right. <laughs> what a joke. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, fi- final word. I, I just want to say that the the idea of having more minority um, owners uh, is always talked about. But as a Jaguar fan, I see my minority owner doing the worst and hiring the worst and he won't clean house and he won't take responsibility and ownership for his decisions he never wants to be wrong so i just think we need different mentalities in ownership we need someone that actually is on the ground level listening to the fans and you know maybe has a football mind you know maybe don't hire a a guy that sold bumpers uh, or pick him to be the owner of the Jaguars. Um, he he's not involved. I mean, his son is more involved than he is. We we just need a different mentality, and that's all we're asking for. I think nationwide, that's what we're asking asking for. We want someone in a CEO position that understands how we feel. So well, let's move what, on. Gonna get a chance to see because. Um just to keep it short, the Broncos are for sale, so we'll see how that goes. Oh yeah, and we already we already know how that's gonna go. Come on now, it's Broncos country. So, moving on to something better, fun, uh, the Pro Bowl. So, as a kid, I always liked liked the Pro Bowl, like the idea of All Star games. You get to see your favorite players play against each other. Uh, quality went down for a bit, then they kind of picked it back up and reintroduced some events. Um, they had like their own version of the slam dunk contest in one of these events. It was like best catch, and freaking Stefan Diggs went through a table like a, a true Buffalo <laughs> <laughs> native. Man, they're doing everything they can to keep the Pro Bowl alive. <laughs> I mean, but. It clearly has some issues. First of all, move it back to Hawaii. The players that get picked there deserve to have a vacation where, you know, the weather holds up and it's a good spot. You you don't think they want a vacation in Las Vegas this year? Uh, yeah, when it was 45 degrees and they all have hoodies on. Yeah, great time. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think they're going outside much after the festivities. Yeah, I, I mean... I think the Pro Bowl was really good to have in that stadium. It was their big event out in Hawaii. It was like their one chance to see some NFL teams. Um, I, I thought it was good this for that like a whole thing. COVID issue, though, honestly. They'll probably move it back out there. Well, it's been in Orlando for the last couple of years. Uh, I, I went to a couple of them being an Orlando native here, but to be honest, like I didn't even know they moved it to Vegas until a couple of days ago. Like I think it's a bigger issue with all-star games in general. I kind of made the, the joke about the hockey one earlier, baseball's like this. Nobody cares anymore. You can go on YouTube and see anybody's highlights. 
I don't need no. to wait like it's the 1940s to see all these superstars I've never seen before because the games aren't covered. I have access to every single player's highlight package at the palm of my hand. Why do I need to watch a game where they don't care either? And they Why want do to go you... have fun in the city they're in. Why are you hating on dodgeball? All right, the dodgeball is pretty funny, right? <laughs> the, the dodgeball was probably the best thing they've come up with. I mean, I'll, I'll tune into the dodgeball match. All that other stuff. Like, I know Micah is not beating Tariq Hill in a 40-yard dash. The, oh the my internet God. is loving it. The internet is loving it. He is the fastest man. No one can tell me otherwise. We saw the video. Oh my God, Shirt, shirtless Parsons running, running wild. Nah, I, I think that the quarterback skill challenge was okay. I think that's okay, but I feel like there's so many players skipping the Pro Bowl now. Like, it's not incentivized at all uh, to go and be in the media for that week. And I think they made the bad choice of moving it. F- between the championship week and the Super Bowl. I think leading up to the Super Bowl, let it be professional and all about those two teams and then have the Pro Bowl afterwards with a lot of coverage on that saying this is the final game of the season. This is this is it until the draft. Um, here are your favorite players throughout the year. You know, Tom Brady skipped out on what? How many Pro Bowls? That's what I was going to say. Like, how many times has the Pro Bowl been just – I mean, we don't – it already has trouble anyway. Now you're going to take out the players from what are supposed to be the two best teams who probably have a lot of Pro Bowlers. Like, I guess we're not missing – I mean, yeah, I kind of want to see Jamar Chase. I want to see Burrow at this, Stafford hurling it. There's plenty of guys. You're telling me, like, there's nothing Aaron Donald and Von Miller can do either? Like, there's so many guys that should have been here from these two teams. We don't even get to see them. How do you have best catch without the NFL leading receiver? Yeah. Yes. Like I said, they're they're trying to do everything they can to make the Pro Bowl bigger than what it is. I feel like when it was in Hawaii, I felt like that was like the height of its popularity. And then I say the last decade, like the Pro Bowl just isn't what it used to be. Everybody's opting out of it. You know, guys don't want to get hurt, so they're not playing hard, which I definitely understand. You don't want to. It, if NFL, it'd be a whole different conversation. But if the NFL contracts were better, I think we'd get better effort in the Pro Bowl. So if you get hurt, most of that money's not guaranteed. So guys aren't about to go to Las Vegas, Hawaii, Orlando, wherever it is, go out there and mess up the money. Yeah. So to speak, and so. and and to that point, uh, they missed that boat on fixing their NFL contracts. Um, they voted on a new deal, or it's kind of a revamp of the same deal, and you know, they're, it's, they're stuck for the next nine years. So, um, I think we're just yeah, playing yeah. out. A, the, the owners definitely got richer from that deal. Oh, absolutely, rich gets richer. Um. But I think another thing that the NFL does well, for once, is Hall of Fame weekend leading up to the Super Bowl. So you announce on the Thursday before the Super Bowl. You uh, have their award show on the Saturday before the Super Bowl. Um, 
everyone gets you know this recognition before the bit the big game starts and i feel like they do it right i just feel like the pro bowl kind of sits in a weird spot um during all of that um if they could change the pro bowl maybe to involve college athletes because they're already pro they're already gone they already have agents bring them in let them do the skills challenge let them see up and coming stars if you know someone's going to get drafted, come on. You're not going to hurt your brand getting embarrassed by a 21-year-old, though. Like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, say, the, like, he was projected to go number one this year, Kayvon Thibodeau, and I guess the guy from Michigan. They yeah. get hurt doing a Pro Bowls challenge. Yeah. You, right. Oh, my goodness. It would be, that would be the end of that. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are sitting out, like, BCS- Type bowl, bowl games, games New, Year's, yeah. New Year's Six games, and you're gonna tell yeah. me they're gonna come and play dodgeball in, in Orlando and Las Vegas with these I mean, guys? It's still, and, be, it's still and, be fun to see, but I, I agree with what you're saying, man, 100. percent If my star players tied out my bowl game and then went and participated in the Pro Bowl, I would be irate. You couldn't <laughs> ever come back to this game. Yeah, that's why I think the game itself. I don't think um, if people are scared to get hurt, don't play in it. Do the skills challenge. Do the media. Whatever. They have a Madden challenge tonight. Whatever. But they do that, though. The ones that opt out still get the bonus if that was in their contract, too, for making the Pro Bowl. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. That's cool. But let the ones who want to play, play. But it's it's just, it's not going to be the same. It, it, there's too much understanding of how players get injured now, what it takes to come back, the no guaranteed money if you do get hurt. It doesn't make sense to play in a meaningless exhibition game that the people don't care about anyway. Yeah, exactly. And and all the other All Star games like hold weight. Like I know baseball isn't it. Whoever wins the the All Star game in baseball, they get like home field advantage or something like that. Yeah, they it's change that. Change ever, but yes, it is. Yeah, maybe you can like do an incentive like that. But I, as it is now, I don't think you can really make the NFL game any better. You yeah. win the Pro Bowl, you win the coin toss automatically in overtime. I think that's that's the way to fix overtime right there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That would cause an uproar. Guys, I don't even know determining whether I get the ball first in overtime. Yeah. I I just feel like um, it's a huge miss, huge opportunity that's missed. At least do right by your players and coaches and send them to Hawaii if they're going to do that. So, Agreed. I don't know. I feel like they go to Vegas anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Might as well go somewhere that you don't frequent. So, um, let's let's move on. This the reason why we're here, the Super Bowl. Um, the Pro the, Bowl wasn't the big game. That's not what we were covering. Oh that's man, scratch your notes. Scratch your scratch your notes. That's what this whole podcast was about. Podcast, <laughs> the Pro Bowl podcast. Pro Bowl podcast. <laughs> PM, so, PM, just in case NFL can buy it back from us <laughs> we'll do better gotcha. so we have the Cincinnati Bengals going against the Los Angeles Rams the Rams are hosting the Super Bowl this is back to back years that the home team is hosting the Super Bowl it's outrageous I thought it would never happen other than Madden so <clears throat> <laughs> yeah it, it never happened 54 years now back to back 
crazy stuff in our lifetime. Home Super Bowls, we've seen a 16 beat a one. Cubs won the World Series. There's there's some real stuff happening in our lifetime. Best best sports lifetime ever. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like <clears throat> the Cincinnati Bengals have the hottest team in the NFL right now. I feel Absolutely. like they have just worked their way into being in this position, um, starting with drafting Jamar Chase. I mean, he, he has been a fireball for them. And that that receiving core, Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow, Joe Burr, uh, that defense is playing lights out also. That, those safeties are scary, man. Those safeties, uh, they shut down the Chiefs in the second half. But they're the hottest team. They have not been um, really stopped other than the first half against the, uh, the Chiefs. Otherwise, they slowly go to their game plan. They run it. They chuck it. They, they get Jamar Chase one-on-one, -on -one and boom, touchdown. They get T. Higgins in the middle of the field, boom. First down, boom, first down, Joe Mixon, boom, Burrow's running. I, I, I think Bengals are, are great. And then we have on the other side, the Los Angeles Rams, which they got the monkey off their back. They beat the 49ers in the championship. They didn't pull a 99 Jaguars and lose to the same team three three times in a row in the same season. Hey, I'm sorry. I got to throw them out there. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> So they they finally get to the point where um, they make it to the Super Bowl. This is why they traded away the draft picks. This is why they brought in the superstars. They have the team. They have the defense. They have the coach. It's finally all coming together. This feels like the Los Angeles Rams finally got it together and did did what they needed to do. So. We'll go through the bracket and, you know, their matchups and how they match up against each other. But I just feel those two teams, they took gambles and they, bo they both paid off. Um, Jamar Chase wasn't supposed to be on this team. It was supposed to be uh, Sewell. And I think, I think they made a great decision because there's no stopping that man. So uh, I'll let you guys go ahead and... Uh, go ahead and talk about their their journeys to the Super Bowl. Um, Will, why don't you go ahead and start us off? I'll start it off. You know, Cincinnati went 2-14 last year. They draft Joe Burrow. Go to the Super Bowl in the second season. I really hope the Jags do something like that. You know, I think they drafted somebody named Trevor Lawrence and went three. Anyway. <laughs> You know, I think Cincinnati is the hot team. Joe Shiesty going into Kansas City, his first AFC championship game, and beating those guys there, especially after the first half they had. They only scored 10 points in the first half and then came out in the second half. And, like, the defense shut Mahomes down completely. They dropped eight into coverage and kind of just let Mahomes run around and nobody was getting open. So the only thing I could see, I think, Cincinnati has a great chance to win it. It's going to come down to can they block Aaron Donald, which I still don't know how they're going to be able to do that because the right side of that line is not very good. 
And then is Jalen Ramsey going to trail Jamal Chase the entire game? And if they do that, I mean, you have, you got Higby and who else is over there? Isn't the boy over there? Tyler Boyd, is that his name? Yeah, Tyler, Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. Tyler Boyd and Higgins. They we'll lost their... C.J. Uzoma, man. I think he's... I, I, I don't I, know if he's playing. playing. Yeah, he had their uh, MCL sprain. I don't know if they ruled him out yet or not. Yeah, it's very unfortunate, but yeah. So you so you might be able to sleep on C.J. Uzoma, is what you're saying? Uh, just a little bit. Might be able to. But I don't know, man. I think I'm not going to count Joe Burrow out, man. He's having a great year. They're on fire. He's got on chains and press conferences and stuff like that. He's got all the juice behind him. And then you got the Rams. I mean, they traded for Matt Stafford, and they're in the Super Bowl. So Matt One Stafford, year. Matt Amazing. Stafford is is Matt Stafford Tom Brady? No, no. <laughs> I mean, he, he got to a new team and brought him to the Super Bowl at home. I mean. No, because he doesn't have the the history. But I am one hundred percent kidding. I hope you guys did not take this. I, 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 I know, but Stop but it. I see where you're Stop going. <laughs> and I think if if Stafford was on let's say the Titans for the past few years, yeah, he might have been pretty good. He might have had some AFC championship battles against Tom Brady. I don't know. Well, it's it's very clear that he came in in his old age fighting through injury in this year and has been slinging it. And he makes some mistakes sometimes, but, like, it's clear as day he was such a good quarterback. And I, I'm just glad he's getting his chance. This is his one chance. Absolutely. And like I said, they, they should be favored to win the game. They're, they're the better team. Like, definitely the better team. Statistically, yes, I, I agree with that. They may have been, what, for the last five years, McVay's been trying to find the secret formula, getting all-stars in, trading around draft picks, people who have been tried and true in the league. Um, getting in Von Miller in early November, and then ironically, like, what, they went, like, 0-3 or something? They lost, like, the Titans, the Packers for sure, and then with the Niners as well. And then they come back, they abuse the Jaguars, which is the only reason was, you know, of course, Jaguars win. But then they won when it mattered. And I, I don't know. I, I think the Rams, they've got it going on. My real question was if, if they had had, if the Patriots or the Patriots, the, uh, the Bucks had had AB, do you think they would have been here right now? That's, that's the real question. Yeah, I, I feel like that game could have went either way, but that uh that defense was pretty brutal in the first half for them so i think even if they had ab it would have been ramsey shutting him down instead of him shutting down mike evans so yeah but then you have mike evans like that's the problem right that was a huge hit to them um for the rams though i disagree with you i don't think the monkey's off their back yet yeah you want to beat that team you lost to twice your division rival the the 49ers but they were in the Super Bowl in 2018. That was McVay's, you know, first shot. And now people have been writing them off. They haven't made it back. They didn't make the playoffs. To the point now, it's like they need to win this game. Um, I think McVay. 
So we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Um, quick pause on the, the broadcast. Um, ben, you're cutting out. I think I, I moved it in my... Uh, You know, man, the Bengals, the Bengals got it going. Like, again, they, like, like Wilson said, they've got the juice. You know, Burrow buys his O-line, iced out Casios just to get him by. They, they've been on a roller coaster this entire season. They've had up, they come in and they sling. They, they put up 40 plus points multiple times. And then on, on the next week, they get obliterated. They're just, I think they're just happy to be here. There's not a lot going on in Ohio, you know, so they're just happy to be here right now. <laughs> Cincinnati, they're probably playing the loosest out of any team that's ever played in the playoffs. They're there. They've won. They're in the Super Bowl. They're just going to let it loose. Yeah. Well, just, they're definitely the David in this David versus Goliath battle. Is two weeks off going to cool them off at all, though? I mean, like... I think, I think were, it might. You said they're hot, but, man, that's, that's a long time. Especially these guys are young. They're so far ahead of schedule. Did anybody think they'd be here now? I mean, Jamar Chase couldn't catch footballs at the beginning of the year for himself, and now he's That's in the Super point. Bowl. You know, yeah. Burrow's in his second year. It, I, You know, you even left off, too. You were talking about all the receivers. We left off Mixon. We haven't even talked about Their offensive weapons are so insane, but it's a long time for them not to play when they are the hottest team in football. I, I think don't know. that'll be tough for them to come back from. I think if you look at it from a standpoint of let's follow Jamar Chase for the whole year. Um, well, not Jamar Chase. That's that's a weird situation because he sat out uh, that last year in LSU. But a normal college student coming out straight into the combine gets drafted, you know, off season stuff that they have to do, then preseason, then the season, you get one bye week. And then this is like maybe a, a good rest for some of those new guys, some of those younger guys. They've been grinding for a very long time. Um, so maybe they can sit and think back of, you know, how many times have the Bengals made the Super Bowl? This might be our only chance. This might be the only chance in my career. Not everyone gets to make the Super Bowl. So I think they're going to come out. They're going to be loose, but they also are, are going to know that they have a responsibility to the city to bring something home. And See, I feel everything you just said, they're not thinking of that, and they're just running around playing football. And the minute those thoughts <laughs> creep in, that's, that's the danger zone. Stafford knows he's been on terrible teams. What is he worried about? He's going to lose in the Super Bowl? What does he care? <laughs> it doesn't matter. This is all he's playing with house money right now. And, and the Bengals, they're going to sit there thinking in their rooms for two weeks, man, what if I never come back? What if, like, I'm never able to do this again? You know, you don't. You're, okay, you want to say a college kid that just came out? You're telling me McPherson's ready to go, and he's like, "See, that's not gonna get in his head." Yeah, he's, he's ready. Won him some games, man. Hey, McPherson. No, he he he's Joe Cool. He he's McPhear. Nobody. All right. He. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> so I think we need to pause for that for a minute. I think these guys know the situation and I think they're confident in themselves and in their ability to do whatever they need to do. Um, I think that tightness lies with the Rams. They, they need it. They need to prove it. They need to cap it off. This is four or five years building and they don't have draft picks next year. They, they've been near the cap limit 
for a while now. They, I mean, they got OBJ for free, basically. He just wants to win. It, it's time. You have the leading receiver. You, you have a good running game. You got your running back. After an Achilles tear, you got your running back back. Hello. Like, this they is. They still have two other ones who are good, too. The yeah. man's got science from 20, God knows, 200 years advanced. We just don't know about it. The peasants. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I have no idea how you come back from a torn Achilles in five months. That is insane. It's, it's crazy to me. It's crazy. So I think that those guys, they know they need to seal the deal right now. So it's going to be a little bit tight for them. I think knowing that uh, you need to execute is a lot more pressure than you have the chance to execute. So um, we'll see. We'll see just how that goes. And um, I think that the defenses are going to be the key part. I think the Cincinnati safeties are going to have to play sound, fundamental. They're probably going to play too high. I saw them play move before the snap. They they hid their coverage. It was cover one, then it turned into cover three, then it turned into cover two, and then it went back to cover one, and then they snapped the ball, and there's actually cover two. Like They need to do a lot of that. Confuse Stafford, confuse the receivers, get them off. Um, that defense line needs to step up because – uh, I forgot his name, number 91 of Cincinnati. He is hit or miss. Yeah, yeah he, he's good. He's having a hell of a year. He's good, but he's hit or miss on the pass rush. He needs to get there. He needs to get home. He needs to, you know, strip sacks. We need them. Um, we need that interior D-line push so Stafford doesn't have the chance to step into a healthy pocket. Uh, we need the linebackers to stay home, stay sound on those running plays. Um, so... Um, it's, it's going to be it's going to be intriguing to see how Cincinnati's defense reacts to the offense. But at the same time, like you said, Aaron Donald, who's going to stop him? This is the game of his life. Like, yeah, best defensive player I've ever seen in my life. I'll say it. But, uh, Aaron Donald I, might have MVP this game. I'm telling you, I don't yeah. know how Cincinnati is going to play. Triple team them, yeah, and that means to, they're going to have to double and triple team because the right okay, side then, behind is so and, bad. And you have Von Miller on the other side, right? Yeah, exactly. You have Von Miller <laughs> waiting. He's like, oh, another chance. Oh, my boy, my, I pay my respects to my boy uh, Demetrius Thomas. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm gonna show up. This yeah, is it. Burrow was sacked nine times in the playoff game. Nine uh, times. One. If he Tight. gets sacked nine times in this game, he might not be able to get up. The Rams are going to just terrorize him. I mean, it's 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 done. Yeah. Not to not to skip ahead, but honestly, they're just going to blow him out. Yeah, I, it's it's going to have to be very quick passes because if he holds it any longer than three seconds, he's sacked. Well, the Super Bowl record was the Broncos. They got seven. How many? How many of the? How many of the Rams get? Over under seven. Aaron Donald's gonna have four and a half. So I think I think y'all are I think y'all are the Titans did a good job making him hold the ball and then sacking him. I think Joe Burrow's going to learn from that and throw the ball away a lot more. So I think three sacks maybe. Um, See that's the thing. The Titans made him hold the ball. L.A. has Jalen Ramsey on the other side, and he's. More, more than likely going to shadow Chase. 
Right. So he's right. cover and chase. A hundred. And then everybody else is getting covered. Right. He's not going to have time to get to a second and third. See, and that's where T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd comes into play. Because they, if you have Chase setting up a, a one side of the field and the other two on the other side, you can set up bubble screens. You can set up high lows. You can set up drags, crossing routes with Jamar to get clear out. You'll have the chance to get them open if you just give Joe Burrow two seconds. So well, I hope he, I hope he has two seconds this game. <laughs> Aaron Donald's head hunting, man. You know, I, I imagine Aaron Donald doesn't need the smelling salts and all that stuff. He just plays at 110% at all time. All right. all it, time it's yeah. it's scary. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen someone that good since, what, Reggie White? Since, you know, <sighs> shoot. I say at that position, Warren Sapp. Sap, Sap, but you know, Sap took he took a couple of plays off. You know, Warren Sap was an animal. Yeah, when he, he was. <laughs> yeah, I know. Listen, Darrell smells blood in the water, man. Like it's he's coming in hot. Yeah. So, um, I think like most of the playoff games this year, it's going going it's going to come down to field goals. Um. I think there's probably a high chance there's going to be a walk-off field goal in this game. Um, I think Cincinnati has the edge on the kicker. Um, I think they have a better special teams game. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah. Um, what do you guys think? What are your predictions for the game? Give me scores. Give me picks. What do you? What do you? What do you think? Who's going to be the MVP? Is there going to be a um, a random person like Michael Malcolm Smith from the Seattle uh, win oh, yeah. to win the MVP? Like David Tyree, is there going to be one of those moments? What do you think? Uh, I'm just surprised that we just did this whole deep dive, and you're really going to tell me that the keys to the game is intangible. So that's what you're going to come down to and say. <laughs> but that's all right. Okay. Um, that is insane. I, I have right like we just all talked about this you're like yeah, it's gonna be the kicker for the, the intangibles that's what's gonna do it all right good call um I you disagree I think <laughs> I disagree with you on field goals though I think the Rams have this one um I got Rams 34 Bengals 21 um I was gonna say Stafford's probably the safe pick if that happens for MVP but let's give it Cooper Cup let's say 152 touchdowns that probably gets him MVP especially with the season he had where he just had such an insane year putting together 2,000 what are we up to almost 2,500 yards total now yeah yeah Rams. he's having the best season ever my prediction I'm going Rams um I got the Rams I don't think it's going to come down to a kicker honestly like I said, Cincinnati's on fire, but like we said earlier, they are young. I got the Rams winning 35-17. Like I said, I just don't think that – I don't think Cincinnati's going to be able to score on that defense. I don't think Burrow's going to have enough time to get the ball off. I'm going to say the dark horse MVP is going to be Aaron Donald. Like I said, I truly believe he's going to have at least three sacks in this game, and they're going to be back-breaking sacks too. I just don't see it. Like, Burrow, he's on fire. He's, like you said, Joe Shiesty. But it ain't happening this year. I think they got 
they got a good team, you know, to make a run. They're a playoff team now for sure. But I think the Rams finally get it this year. 35-17, I'm dug in on that score. All right. Uh, Andrew? I'm going Rams as well. Again, they've been trying to find that secret formula, trading in, bringing people in, sending them out. I think they've got it. Uh, if the Bengals, to your point, those safeties can't contain Coop or, uh, Cooper Cup, it's over. It's done. You can do everything. And then on top of that, it's on the other side, the Rams D-line is just going to destroy Burrow. And Randy's our dude. He is our guy. He is the guy. And he's going to shut down anyone he's on. You know, that's that's just, it's proven at this point. It's, uh, I would be shocked if anything were to come down to kicking. So score, didn't really think about it too much. I'm thinking something similar to Will. It's going to be 35, at least 35. Maybe they'll get 21 points. If they're lucky. Okay. Are you, are you really going to the Bengals? Um, let me let me give you a little bit before I make my pick. Okay. Um, I think that, like I said, the safeties need to play lights out to stop OBJ and Cooper Cup. I think their linebackers and D line need to work together to stop Akers and um, Henderson on offense. You get pressure, you stop Stafford. It's clear the 49ers did it. I mean, you're going to allow some touchdowns, so stay close. Have a game plan. Reset if you need to. Um, I think on offense, I think that if you do the quick game, the Rams can't stop it. Jimmy Garoppolo cut him up with a hurt thumb and bad accuracy. I think Joe Burrow can. Um, I think that it's proven that the Bengals are able to make halftime adjustments because they went in to a huge deficit against the Chiefs and shut down Tyreek and the rest of them and Mahomes at home in the second half. Imploded. Mahomes had a QBR of zero. Excuse me? Yeah, so, so, so I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> <laughs> QBR is a weird stat, great, but a great Patrick Mahomes. Oh man, dropped a zero in the second half. And and I think that the tendencies of the coaching is going to show. Uh, McVeigh, he sometimes is super aggressive and sometimes is super conservative. He could have ended the 49ers season back in week uh, 18. And if he just went for a pass to Cooper Cup or somebody on the last drive of the regular of regulation, 49ers would have been out the playoffs. And Cooper Cup would probably have his title of best receiver, best receiving uh, year of all time. Um. I think at sometimes he gets super aggressive where he goes for it on fourth down where he doesn't need to punt and play the field position game. I think that's where uh, the Bengals will have the advantage. I think they're going to capitalize on those mistakes. They're going to win the field position game. I know y'all are going to clown me for it, but I do think it's McPherson making 50, 60 yard field goals will factor in. You're a okay. sicko. I am. I am. <laughs> so I am taking. I am taking the Bengals over the Rams 27 to 24. 
Give me that fourth quarter walk-off field goal. Okay. And then, and then you cut Madden off right after. And and you can't tell me any different. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell he's me any different. He's at least pumping it off a rookie at that point. That's what he's trying to do. I just want to thank you for picking Cincy there and saving us from the kiss of death because that was really close to ruining our picks. So thanks a lot for at least giving us a shot here. And look, I'll, 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 post yep. my, I'll post my bracket that we made in our group chat online. So everyone can see. I only had one matchup wrong, and that was Green Bay throw Rogan versus the 49ers, okay? So I think I have some sense of what's happening, the chaos that's happening this playoff. So I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be a good game regardless. It's not going to be a Patriots-Rams of 20 well, blows at 2019? Um, 2018, yeah. That was a baseball game. Yeah, it was boring. I was in San Diego. I think we went out for food and just skipped the second half. So I, I hope it's a good game. They need it. Um, and the, the truth be told, um, the NFL needs a good story right now. And I think both of these teams have good stories. All, all these players are playing for something. And personally, I love Von Miller. And I would love to see him win a second ring, but I just couldn't pick pick with his team this time. So, um, one more thing about Joe Burrow. Since being hit and taunted against at UCF, that man has played at a different level. Look, that man is activated. Lost, lost the Sugar Bowl. Aren't you a good career? It's insane. I've never seen a turnaround like that. Never. Best quarterbacking year of all time, maybe the year after. Then you come out and you yeah, play yeah. well your first year until you get injured, and then you're going to the Super Bowl your second year. Excuse me. Yep. Yep. Yeah, this is also coming off by an ACL tear too, right? He tore his ACL last year. Yeah. Back in the Super Bowl. Yep. Man. Towards yeah. ACL and came back in like seven months. Yep. <laughs> he started week one of this year. Oh. So, tank. so we're gonna we're gonna move on uh, here. We made our picks. We're locked in. We're dug in. Dug Hello. In. We're in the trenches, in. boys. We're <laughs> in the trenches. Um, you can't tell us any different. So we we want to ask some questions, but I have a question for you guys. Um, it's pretty interesting when I saw this. So there has been a trend in the NFL where teams go from 500 or worse to the Super Bowl in the next season. Okay. In 2015, it was the Panthers. 2016, it was the Falcons. 2017, it was the Eagles. 2019, it was the 49ers. 2020 it was the Bucks. 2021 is the Bengals. So, who do you think can do it next year? What team? There are 14 teams that are under 500. What team do you think can do it next year? Make it all the way. The I'm, so, I'm so scared. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Why God. are you guys laughing? Come on. Just, just, 
I, they, I agree. They just did it. We get another number one pick. Why not? Why not? Uh, Cincinnati yeah. was two and fourteen. Yeah, it could happen. They were two and fourteen. Burrow was hurt, and now they're in the Super Bowl. Okay. Trevor Lawrence, three and fourteen. He hurt his pride. <laughs> Urban Meyer hurt the franchise. We're injured. Devastated the franchise. Now we have a number one pick. We got cap space. We're going to sign Allen Robinson, Chris oh. Godwin. Oh boy, you got a lot. You got a lot. Yeah, of I hope. thought we were. I thought we were over these delusions already. Oh, here we man. go again. See, now, I had more. I had more than one drink. <laughs> now he's dug in. <laughs> now I'm dug in. Jacksonville Jaguar. All right. Well, look, I, I think that um, until, I mean, until we get a clear picture of what's happening in Houston, if Deshaun comes back and they, and they draft well. I mean, I mean, and it doesn't matter that he was back and they were for him. 12 the year before it doesn't matter he led the league I, in passing and they were four yes. let yes. me let me finish let me finish <laughs> all right good now imagine get the, if get to the texans intangibles okay let, let me let me, let me finish if if deshaun watson is able to come back not get suspended or anything gets traded and let's say he goes to atlanta right. Let's say, you know, he teams up with Kyle Pitts and Calvin Ridley's back and, oh, the head coaches or the offense coordinator or the defense coordinator is Flores. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. It sounds good to me. Anything is possible. Going? Retirement. Um, no, I think, <laughs> I think, I think you, <laughs> you got to offload him to somewhere else. I, I think we've seen enough of Matt Ryan in Atlanta. He has choked away all of his chances, um, and he looked he's, like pure. He's a coach now. He's a coach. Uh, uh, Matty Ice is crushed ice right now, and yeah, uh, I don't think he's. He'll get a, I feel like Matt Ryan gets a shot like Matthew Stafford did, and, and we'll see. He probably still has a little bit left, but it, he's done in Atlanta. I don't see how they, even if they don't go on your fantasy scenario, that isn't going to happen with all those ifs of a guy that is being a pariah by the NFL and another guy who's suing the NFL and is pretty much blacklisted to going to this team. So, okay, but whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, Matt Ryan's probably done. They need to reset anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I think Matt Ryan's cap hit is worse than Tannehill's, I believe. Wouldn't shock me. Yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't they, surprise they me. They literally cannot get rid of him. They, they're going to dig up some cause were, to get rid of yeah, these locked, guys. They were locked in this year and – this next season coming up. I think his cap hit was $41 million last year. Yeah, so uh, they, they can't get rid of him. And then I mean, Calvin Ridley has already said that he wants to play somewhere else, so he won't be there. Yeah. They do have an out this year, though, but it's $40 million in cap hit. Dead cap. Yeah. But if they want out, because they have them until 2023, when do you pull the ripcord, you know? Yeah. And so... Uh, um I don't know. I just I just think whatever team gets Deshaun Watson um, that has some you know okay players could probably push themselves into the playoffs. That's all I'm looking for. I'm not looking for um, to win it all. 
Maybe maybe the team gets to the Super Bowl on a hot streak, just like the Bengals. Well, I don't know. We've seen Deshaun Watson single-handedly take over games. And still go 4-12. and 12. Yeah. He just he just yeah, needs. Hey, I've always said JJ <clears throat> JJ Watt is overrated. Um, I think that um, that is just insane. You, you but, can't. Yeah, you can't. That, you, that is a hot take right there. Hey, Chandler Jones has a better career than he does. Okay. Oh my goodness. I, I won't you to get pull into out the it. Next one where JJ Watt's best ability to... would be availability. Is that what you want to say next? We got to put up all the cliches in this, in this one right now. And that's all we have for the uh, Dug In podcast. Let's cue the music, please. All right. There we go. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. We're gonna lose all credibility because you say. <laughs> Look, look, How man. How many defensive player of the years does Chandler Jones have? I'll tell you how many. He has three less than J.J. Watt. Hey, man. I don't, I don't deal with popularity contests. I deal with stats. Okay. Uh, how many twenty-plus sack seasons does Chandler Jones have? I think I don't lie. And, and based on your last comment, we'll tie it back into our book of Boba Fett one. The only six be on absolute, my dude. You need to chill out over there. Hey, look, that's a talk for another time. All right. Um, yeah, sorry. But, but scare Will all right, Ben, what, what was your what was your pick? What was your your team that could go from under five hundred to Super Bowl? Man, the easiest answer right here is the Broncos. We got Devontae and Aaron Rodgers teaming up. They're going to both leave Green Bay. They're going to go to Denver. They're going to rock stuff. They're going to go with the Peyton Manning method. Uh, That's just for John East. I hope he's listening for this one. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't give them any fuel. Broncos country is delirious, bro. You should have heard them last year. All hyped up for Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Two Gloves. Oh, he's coming in. He's going to change it. I was like, bro, these man, these people are misled. They are being, they are sheep being led into the slaughter. They I don't have know enough pieces around how that Aaron Rodgers reference goes. To really, to really do it, especially if, if Devontae comes to. But, I mean, Jerry Judy's still young. Tim Gordon Patrick. Sutton's looks good. Yeah, Tim Patrick's still there. Like, no right. fam. Devontae Williams. Devontae Williams, yeah. And Melvin might be coming back. Yeah, they, they got yeah, man. If they get Aaron Rodgers, they're going to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That defense got better without Von Miller somehow. It doesn't make sense. Like, they played better down the second half. They're playing they sound. They off really slow. Yeah. Uh, is their D coordinator still there? Fangio's gone. Mm. Fangio so. was a big reason for that defense being good. Fangio is a great defensive player. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see next year. But um, questions. I know Andrew had a question that he wanted to raise. Uh, why don't you go ahead, Andrew? Hold on. Andrew didn't give us his team yet. Let's see if Andrew got one. He did. I, I was too scared. I was I was too scared. I feel like I was going to jinx it with Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, one, that's personal nice. interest, you know. Two, why not, man? Why not us? My okay. question, putting on my tinfoil hat, is who does the NFL want to win Super Bowl? That's what I want to know. 
we're we're gonna get hired as the script writers. We know they're hard at work. They got a whole week to get this this in. <laughs> we got so on one hand we have the dream team, right? We got everyone's coming in. Stafford, I never see it again. Why does he care? Like you said to your point earlier, he's he's just he's a veteran. And then you've got Joe Burrow coming in hot. Second year, hasn't been done. He's got, I mean, the social media has been posted. Oh, back in his time, here's some guy lifting him up. It's, they're going to re react to what happened at LSU. Okay, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Who, does, who does the NFL want to win? Um, I'll say this. If I will say that they want the Bengals to win because the Rams' method of buying a team basically and not trading all their draft picks away, uh, going full, let's pay players uh, just to come here, take a pay cut. Um, I, I think the NFL would not want every team to try to do that. Yeah, um, you're right. Why would the NFL want to pay their players? Jeez. <laughs> why, they, why would the they, NFL <laughs> not want a team to trade picks, which is the most like fun part of draft day. Yeah, they hate when teams trade picks and Stop. get some news going You're in miss- the middle of the fourth round of an NFL draft. They hate that. Stop. You're missing the point. I'm saying the the deal that they have in place allows for someone like Trevor Lawrence, if he wants to get out of Jacksonville, he can't really get out for almost seven years right now. Because you can tag a player twice, you can uh, sign him to the five five year rookie deal with a fifth year option. Talk about Doug and he's he's being held ransom at this point. I mean, I but think, how does that? I think th- doesn't that set up the the whole Matthew Stafford of it all? Like, do your time eleven years in Detroit. Everybody has to do that time. Suck it up, and look, then you can win on a good team in L.A. Hey, guess what? We want L.A. to win because that's a market that has no fans in it. Even though Not, they have two teams. And a $5.5 billion stadium. Holy Look. cow. This is, this is the Stafford story. I'm cranking up my typewriter here. I'll crack. There you go. I'll crack <laughs> it there Get we it go. Going. I'm, I'm Get getting my fingers ready. We got the Stafford story so he can go out on top. And guess what this sets up to? This sets up the Bengals. Man, guess what? That Joey Burrow played so good, man. Now he has a chip on his shoulder. wonder if he'll be back to, to get past Mahomes again. Got to tell me that's not the script we're seeing. Got a That's soundboard a 30 for, for Ben. You, you, you just said it. <laughs> That's here goes, perfect. Here goes That's Ben. Exactly what they've written up. Typing away. Here goes Ben. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> send me that. Yes, send me that Kermit gift. Matt Stafford definitely cares. He's getting up there in age. He probably has a two-year window to win this thing. But he's definitely trying to win it this year. And like I said, they probably will. They have the better team. Yeah. Joe Burrow has 15 years to get another one. Yeah, but we've seen it so many times that they don't make it back. Yep. It is hard to make it back. back. It is very hard to get back. Joe Burrow is looking like one of those guys that can get back. Look. People are questioning Mahomes already, though, and he already won one. Yeah. I know the label in a dynasty, and then just where do the other dynasties go? Over there. I just, Tom. I just think, Not Tom. I just think that, yeah, viewership wise, fan wise, the NFL wants the Rams to win, but 
I think the way that they went to get this team was going to leave a sour mouth in some owners. So I don't know. I don't look. I don't care. I want the Jags back in it. All right. Right. <laughs> I just want I just want one playoff game where we're in it. Plays are called plays are called properly. I just want one playoff game. Can I have one of those? <laughs> hey, you fired your coach that had winning season since 2003, so I don't know. He didn't didn't make the playoffs, though, so got to go. You only he had didn't, two shots. He didn't take go. that $100,000 to lose on purpose. So. Man, I would have loved Joe, Joe Burrow, though. We, we probably would have been all right. I don't know. <laughs> um, Will, you got, got a question for the fans? Let's see. I've got a million questions. So I guess I have to narrow it down to one. I'll ask this for the, the Jags fans here that are currently in this chat. Who do the Jags draft at number one this season? Um, Would be, I'll, I'll go opposite and say a wide receiver. From a Division three school. What are you talking about? Right. <laughs> <laughs> give me, give me, give me the Ohio State receiver. I, I need, I need weapons. I'm sorry. I don't believe that we're going to get anybody in free agency. I just don't think Balky's going to do it. So, give me, give me a top wide receiver. Give me top offensive lineman after that. Man, the only thing Balky's going to do is try to keep his job. That's it. We're going to build a team around Balky. So it's whatever Balky wants. What, is, what do you think he wants? I mean, it better be a wide receiver. We are not drafting a wide receiver number one, guys. Let's go ahead and get that out the way now. <laughs> but you see, the last wide receiver to be drafted number one overall is Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah. And that was an... I couldn't even tell you when, because probably... And Mrs. Harris class doing the coloring book. <laughs> Wide receivers don't go number one, guys. Let's get that out of the way. My personal opinion, we need to draft Evan, the offensive tackle, number one, or we need to trade back. Yeah, I think that's the sensible thing. Yeah. Evan Neal or trade back and get some more value out of your picks because you have a lot of value you can trade down for. And, you know, bulky... Um, if 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 the VP from Minnesota, I forgot his name, uh, Spielman. Spielman. Um, uh, if he comes into Jacksonville, he's got a record of trading down for uh, more picks. So if they go that route, that's going to be a tell of what they're going to do. I mean, you get a haul for it too. I mean, I, it's always best player or go ahead and trade back. I think the Jags' needs are more than one. Taking the picks definitely help. Get Trevor help in whatever way. If you want that receiver, trade back. There'll be one there, and guess what? Now you have a whole suite of picks to choose from, whether it's another first next year or several firsts this time around. Like, just trade back. Yeah. Hopefully there's someone that the Eagles really want, and they can trade us a couple of those first-round picks to move up to one. So. That's the thing that hurts us this year. There's no quarterback going to number one, so it's not going to be really too much demand for it unless somebody really wants... Uh, Thibodeau for the guy from Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Ben, uh, I believe you have a question. 
Yeah, guys, I have the most important question. You kind of alluded to this earlier. Uh, one of the most important prop bets you're going to see for the Super Bowl, heads or tails? What are we doing? Oh, man. <laughs> tails never fa- <laughs> mm. Yeah, fail. Who's flipping the coin? Who? They always get some scrub to come out there and throw right. it up in the air. It barely flicks, just floats. While, while he finds that out, here's some uh, fan comments uh, going through the chat here. Uh, Roger should stay in Green Bay, just saying. Uh, maybe it's just a vacation home in Tennessee. Um, maybe Joe Rogan will start his own football team and Rogers will head that team. <laughs> um, you know, we too many Brian's, honestly. Oof. Get him out. Okay. Um, instituting a rule to interview people of color is not enough when the league is embedded with racism. Oh, Hunted. Facts. All right. Um, Turn it hot. Uh, it let's see. Uh, there's a lot of head injuries in the NFL. They're bad at planning. Uh, maybe that correlates. Uh, <laughs> uh, here we go. The what? team, the, the Jags, uh, I think this is here referencing the Jags. Um, that last comment was referencing the Pro Bowl and their planning with the Pro Bowl. Um, mm-hmm. This is referencing the Jags. The team will never win until they hire a black coach. This is politics and racism, just keeping it real. Uh, the Jaguar, yes, the Jaguars players are 70% black. Hello. Uh, yep. I mean, never had oh, well, a. The NFL, the, the NFL is 70% black. Yeah. The, 70% black NFL players and you have one black head coach yep. clowns seven yep. NFL teams have never had a black head coach yep and Jaguars only had an interim that's why yeah. that's what I'm saying we, we count as part of that seven yeah so and the last comment I see is tails alright yeah. so I, I couldn't I couldn't see who did it but Obviously, the betting line's pretty on the nose, neg- you know, 103 both ways. But Tails is won 29 times, 53%, so it feels pretty good. You know, I think there's something with that coin on the on the head side. They make that stupid Super Bowl logo a little bit heavier. So, you know, once we get a Joe Namath flip in the air, it kind of just dies in the air and, then you know, falls on Tails. I pick Tails. I'll go with Tails. Yeah. So, uh, thank you guys for tuning in to the first stream of the Duggan podcast. Regardless of the facts, we're all Duggan. Okay? That won't we're change. Duggan. <laughs> um, we appreciate you guys. Please like the video, comment, or subscribe. Please subscribe. Uh, Turn on that notifications bell so you can get notified when we go live. Our next show's coming up. Uh, we have Wednesday night. So we will have the season finale of Boba Fett. Shut up, Will. Um, we, we, will, we will have the season finale review. Uh, me and Ben will be on that. Um, and then uh, coming up in the next few weeks, we will have uh, some TV series reviews. Uh, 
we're talking righteous gemstones, euphoria, um, reacher, um, and uh, a lot more stuff. So, what a stay line. Tuned. Recap. Yeah, yeah. We might have to do some recaps and go over the whole season at one time because a lot of people like to binge instead of go week to week. So, um, yeah, we'll have some segments on that. We'll keep the videos a little bit shorter on those. And uh, we just appreciate all of you for tuning in. Um, thank you again. Uh, please like and subscribe. See you next time. Follow us at, at the, the, uh, Doug in Pod. At yes. Doug in Pod. Please follow Twitter us at Doug in Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you. Have a good night. Good night, Doug in.